recorded live from Portland, Oregon. It's the Transamorous Network Podcast. Let's get it on. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the Transamorous Network Podcast. I'm Perry. I'm Remy. And I am Shannon Scott. So um, let's uh, acknowledge our sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by The Velvet Rope, which is adult Portland's adult sex positive social club. You can find them at www.thevelvetropedx.com. And Matt and Alexis, I got her name right. Yes, you did. <laughs> are great people. They are offering a promotion at the club. Mm-hmm. Anyone who shows up and mentions the Transamorous Network uh, at the door will receive 50% off their, their, their membership fee. Membership fee. Mm-hmm. Do you That's know a killer me- deal. It is a killer deal. That's awesome. The membership fee depends on if you're coming in as a single lady, a single gentleman, or as a couple. I so see. Check out the website. Yes. And if you're in town, uh, in Portland, uh, please feel free to stop by at the Velvet Rope and tell them that you heard of, heard about them from us. Okay. Um, wow. It's a touching show this morning. Yeah, it is. It is. We... Just took a look at a video from Human Rights Campaign. Yeah, beautiful, Very beautiful, beautiful video. video. Uh, it this is really timely because our blog is talking about this. This um, I'm getting kind of choked up over here. Talks about about this message too. This is going to sound really confusing, actually. What I'm about to say, but so for those who are first who are just now tuning in, we have these two guides, and these guides <clears throat> are designed to help trans. Amorous men find their ideal transgender uh, partner and transamorous women in finding their ideal partner, whoever that happens to be. Transgender women. Transgender women. Thank you. Whatever, whoever that happens to be. And in our guides, we talk about this specific approach to living wherein we all believe, and not only do we believe, but we have demonstrated in our lives Mm -hmm. that we create our own reality. And so we talk about how that, how that is the, the fact in these guides. And one of the things that I wrote about in the recent blog post that's coming out con, uh, along with this this episode is the fact that when you when you have a desire in life and but you don't you don't support that desire with positive thinking instead you you think for example if you think um, there are no trans women in my community you're expressing a desire to meet a trans woman, but you're expressing it in a negative way by saying that there aren't any trans women in my community. Thereby creating the reality of not meeting the trans women in your community. That's not right. meaning that they're not there. Correct. But since you believe they're not there, you're not going to meet them. Correct. Now, the interesting thing about that is we are all connected in this in this universe. And so when, when a, a person has a thought like that, he cannot benefit from that thought because he's expressing this negative resistance to the thing he wants. But the people who come behind that person get to benefit from the desire he expressed and did not fulfill for himself. And how that might look in that community is that all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, but over time, more transgender women will be coming out in that community for other people to encounter. Mm -hmm. And this video that we watched from Human Rights Campaign is talking about, or is, is, is showcasing three, four, I think it's four. Four. Two blacks and two white guys, right? Mm-hmm. Two black men and two white guys. Um, these fathers who are basically 
loving and supporting their transgender children. The video is Dads for Transgender Equality. Yes. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful video. But what, what I noticed that's really interesting is that, you know, we've had generations of transgender people being rejected by their parents mm-hmm. uh, in one way or another. And now we're beginning to see more and more mothers and fathers accepting their transgender mm-hmm. children and not only that, but supporting them and loving them and coming out about it. And I think it's very powerful that it's as children that these are children. Yes, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And in the and I could I could see and I wrote about this in the blog, I can see adult transgender people who do not have that kind of loving support and um, attention from their parents looking at these children and feeling a touch of envy or jealousy. Oh, or absolutely. absolutely. I, I frustration. certainly felt that. And I, I was just going to say, I think that when a child comes out as trans, they're afforded that opportunity to just be themselves because they haven't been shaped or tainted to use a word by society and so you know a lot of people will look at a transgender person and they'll say oh well you know you're a pervert or you know you're just messed up you have a mental illness but when you look at the innocence of a child and they just look at you in the eye and they say i'm a boy or i'm a girl you know they're just being honest that's one great thing and one not so great thing about little kids is they will always tell you the truth <laughs> mm-hmm. like, you ain't looking so good they're gonna mm-hmm. let you know that you're mm-hmm. not looking so good so mm-hmm. when they come out you can't do anything but just go, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I don't. I, I'm sure other people do other things. But well, that's yeah, I, yeah. When I saw the father in this video, which we'll include the link to, I just thought he just accepted it, and there's innocence there that I think conveys credibility. Right, and it's it's it's. I would say that there are probably as many, if not more, parents out there. Who are doing the exact opposite of what these parents are doing, even though the children are coming out and doing exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And so I can see an adult tr- trans person who has not had this experience of a loving, supportive family looking at these families and going, you know, feeling jealousy and envy and negativity about the experience. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying, and with from from the standpoint of what we believe, is these children are benefiting from the path that was laid down by the, this is really complicated, by the adults who were not able to um, not be negative about their negative experience with their parents. And so the benefit of having loving parents did not accrue to the, to the trans women who currently are being disowned by their parents and is now being enjoyed by these younger ones that are coming, just now coming into reality. Mm-hmm. It's really confusing. It's all about awareness. I it mean, is all about awareness. If, if, a, if these parents hadn't you know, seen the pain and the struggle presented to them by the current transgender people who did go through that, then they wouldn't go, oh, I need to protect my child from that. This is where the connection occurs, right? And, so, and, but, and what's really interesting is we believe, the three of us believe, that anything is possible. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And so as, when, a, when a trans woman or trans man or um, a binary neutral person looks at this video if they react negatively like god damn it i wish i had a family like that then they are cutting themselves off from the possibility of having that in their family relationship Mm -hmm. if instead they look at these examples and say 
inspiration. I, yes, Remy, inspiration. This is possible. Pride, happiness. Yes, I mean. and 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 staying in that spot of happiness and appreciation of that example, without a doubt, they can have the same relationship with their parents. Yeah, I well, you know, here locally, uh, when we had that national pride, uh, trans pride moment in Pioneer Square that was happening mm-hmm. and they had opened up their mic to anybody that was there in in the square and in Portland it's like the center of town it's known as Portland's living room so it's people from everywhere all there at all the time um and they opened up the floor to people who had anything that they wanted to say as long as it was within a positive aspect um this mother came up and introduced her 7 or 8 year old young trans child and just was like, I love and support my kid. And um, she wrote a letter to her grandparents to explain who she is now to introduce her, reintroduce herself to her grandparents. And she'd like to read it to the, to everybody. And it was beautiful. It was very beautiful. I started crying. And so when they, you know, off uh, the mic, I walked up and I was like, you're amazing. I was like, you are amazing. She's like, I'm just loving my kid. I said, I know. But sadly, there are so many people who don't, and that's, you're amazing. So continue to be visible, because that's what makes the difference. It does make a and difference. And I looked at the kid, and I was like, can I have a hug? <laughs> she said, so awesome. It was, it was beautiful. And I think so many of the parents that do disown and do abandon and do put their kids down, they think that they're protecting them, but what they're really doing is just throwing them to the lions. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, to truly protect your child, you must first love your child completely. And so when I watched this video and I saw these parents go, wow, this was really hard. Yeah, for the parents. Yeah. Yeah. But they knew that they didn't want that, what they've seen, for their kids. Well, one parent that's said it great is that it's it's a family transition. Yes. Yeah. It's the whole family has to go through a transition. I mean, there's, you know, in some, some aspects or some ways of looking at it, you've lost your son or daughter, but you've now gained a son or a daughter, you know, depending on which way it's gone. And... The love doesn't change, just certain things have changed. No, and I think this is a great opportunity to speak out to all of the transgender people out there who are frustrated with their family or their partners and have it with their level of acceptance. Be patient. This is a transition for them, too. It took me 25 years to come to terms with it. You You have to give them time too and if especially if you transition later in life look how long it took you to come to terms with your transition so give them that same area to to learn to grow and to accept so so how do you do that because it's you're absolutely right shannon and i was going to say the same the same thing you know we're all connected and it's it's not only a a a family transition but it's also a civilization transition Mm -hmm. and that includes transamorous men and so but i know because we, one of our marketing strategies is to go onto Craigslist and read postings from both transamorous men and trans women who are looking for the opposite. And then we respond to those posts. In long-term relationship situations. That's right. And then we, we invite those people to be on the show. So we have read a lot of these kind of posts. And from that reading, I know that there are a lot of trans women out there. And I, we also look on YouTube and watch the videos there. That there are trans women out there who are so wrapped up in their own personal experience of their own personal transition that there's no room in their headspace to allow everybody else in humanity who's going through that. It's the same transition. It's just a different perspective of it, you know. And so when you when when trans women, when you're looking at a transamorous man and I'm going to make a bold assertion, I could be wrong. But. There are, 
I think more men who are interested in trans women are genuinely interested in romance, but they have to go through this period that looks like the tranny chaser. It looks like the fetishizer because they're trying to come to grips with their own experience of finding themselves naturally attracted to some, if let me say it this limit naturally, say it naturally attracted to something that society is telling them is wrong. Mm -hmm. Well, when you say it looks like the tranny chaser, it looks like this and that. Is it, is it not just that it doesn't necessarily look like that. I mean, it is that, right? They, well, I it, mean, it, I, you are how you act. You are what you do, right? It depends, so, I think. I'm so I'm. But I mean, if you are acting as a tranny chaser and thinking as one at that time, are you does not, that not that make you a yes. tranny chaser yes. at least at that time in your Correct. story? Correct. And and and, but at the same time, but so that if, doesn't mean you can't grow from. Well, that. here's the right. So if, evolution. Yes, because if you if you are, if if you, so, I'm a trans woman and I'm looking at this guy and he's being a tranny chaser, and I don't want. This is so interesting. I don't want to experience tranny chasers. But when I look at it, now I'm talking from our pers our, mm -hmm, our content. Mm -hmm. But when I look at that person and go, there's a tranny chaser, aren't I going to receive more tranny chasers? Where if instead, if I look at that person and I go, I have two conversations in my head. One is, this is not the conversation I want to have. The one is, there's a tranny chaser. But the other one is... Watch your water. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but the other one is... Um, I know I want to create my own reality. So instead of seeing that person as a as a tranny chaser, I'm going to see that person as going through his transition. Yes. Yes. And, and, yes. This and that's stage, exactly what I thought. Yeah. yeah this exactly, is a stage exactly. that that person's going through, but it's not a stage I want to participate in. So I'm going to ignore that person and make up this story that he's not a tranny chaser. I'm not even going to say tranny chaser. In my head, I'm going to say that person's going through his transition. Good luck with that. Yeah. I'm looking for something else. That, that I think that's a much better way to phrase it than to say make up the story. Because you're not making up any story. You're just accepting what the reality is. And the reality is for you that this person is early in their transition of becoming who they are going to be someday. And they're, you know, they'll go through that in their own time and at their own pace. But saying, you know, it, you're not you're not making that up. It's very much the reality that that's where they are. Well, you don't know because you're you're looking at that person. It's interesting. This gets really sophisticated. You're looking at that person. I'm as a trans woman. I'm not now, but I'm pretending. I'm looking at that person over there. I know. I'm just trying to be clear. I'm looking at that person over there, and from my perspective, I'm making a. But what are you basing that on? I'm basing it on my past experience. Oh well, that's not even allowing the situation to to like. That's not even being in the situation. That's living in the past. That's living in your past experience. Like you have, so like, let's actually like like draw out the scenario here. Have you had a conversation with this person? Have right. Is there have been an interaction? Well, or right. Are you right. watching just it from look, across the room? It's like I can't thinking, just look oh, at a black mm. man and be like, he's gonna act like every other black man I've ever met in my life, which has been like four, because <laughs> I live in Oregon. <laughs> but you know, you can't. That's stereotyping. You can't do that. Well, right, but uh, isn't but isn't that what happens? So if if I'm if I have a story, if I have a belief, let's not use story. Let's use belief. If I have a belief that men who approach me as a trans woman woman are tranny chasers, and a guy over there, I haven't spoken to him yet, but he's coming my direction. The th 
I think the thought I'm going to have yeah, is here comes sentence. another training. You were done at sentence one. Right. You have yeah. the story. Yeah. She's yeah. at, that's yeah. where she is though too. She's yeah. at a point Correct. where she's still in the training chaser mind thought. So yes, she's so, uh, bringing yeah, in more of what she doesn't point. want. At, at the beginning of that sentence, you know, I have this story, then it's done. It's like you're done. Exactly. Stop, stop, stop talking right now. Stop thinking. You're just, you're done. Stop either change your story or accept your story. Change it. So change it. So <laughs> right, here, right. So here's where it gets. So now let's talk about this this video and how a trans woman might be reacting to seeing little people getting what. So I'm a trans woman. I'm seeing this video and I'm thinking this little person is getting what I wish that I I'm 30 years old. It's been 30 fucking years since I not say 20 years since I talked to my parents because they're not talking to me because 20 years ago I came out as a trans person. And now I'm watching this video of this little person getting the love that I wish I had. I'm starting to cry now as a trans person. So so that that is that is no different of, of a story than sitting in a bar watching this guy coming over here and going, oh, boy, here comes another trendy chaser. It doesn't create the the possible the probability reality of having a fam of a, a mother and a father who loves you, right? But that person in their story, that trans individual, right? That's where they are in their point, and that's their knee jerk reaction to the situation. Yes, and yes. that doesn't mean that that's not an okay thing. It's right? not. It's not not it's an a, okay thing. You and might that, feel that way, but don't allow it to become your belief. Boom. And that and that's why that all of the things that we talk about and the skills we talk about in the book, they're they're just that skills. You don't just read it and then poof, you're done. You have to work. <laughs> you have to work every day, day, every day, to see things a different way and to write your story every day. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's all about editing and re-editing and <laughs> tweaking and twerking and all of the things. <laughs> yeah. For instance, you know, my personal story when I came out to my parents, like we went, like we separated. Like I didn't speak to them for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and then eventually I came to a point in my life where I was like, you know, I let the anger go, and I let you know, I I I felt the pain of that loss, and I said, that's okay, I forgive you. You'll come to me in your own time. And in fact, when I changed my story, it came true. How so, long how long did that process take? Oh god. So I let I started letting I started letting it go probably 2 years after I left my hometown and hadn't seen them and then probably took about a year after that and then you know they started coming around and then another year after that before they really just kind of came to terms with it. Although, you no, know, they're still coming to terms with certain aspects of it. Their culture and their religious beliefs and their their personal lifestyle is hard for them to come around to this mm-hmm. very conservative. So. And how, how, so how many years is that? Three, four? Let's see. I came out to them in 2000, years. late 2010, early 2011. Mm-hmm. So it's been five, six years. And some of that, in the intervening years, like years two, three, and four, mm-hmm. were you constantly thinking about this or were you reminded about it or were you just going about your life having a good time? Well, I was my living in a different city, it's easy to just let yes. that stuff go. But yes. when you have those phone conversations and they mess up your pronoun and they mess up your name, <clears throat> it's really easy in the beginning for me to get really angry and say, like, you're never going to get this right. And then, of course, that's the wrong story. Right. It's expecting and, them to have an immediate yeah, and transition of, course, of their yes. own. And of co- yeah, exactly. It's yes. putting, it, you know unrealistic obligation expectations onto them while not allowing any patience and not allowing any forgiveness, which is only hurting me. Yes. So then after about year three, four, I finally said, you know what? I forgive you. You'll get there. You know, you'll get my name right. So when I had to correct them with the pronouns and the name, I did it much more softly and much more gently and much more with a sense of forgiveness. And then once I did that, they got much better at it. 
So it, it, it's amazing when you just give people the opportunity and the time and you tell the right story, it comes true. So it, it's it, this, this um, changing this reality of one's relationship with their parents is really can be challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You really have to be on your P's and Q's about what you're thinking in order to, to create the room for your parents to come back to loving you. But with regard to finding a partner, it's not as challenging. No. Oh, God, because, no, because you don't have that established yes, relationship. That investment. Yeah, and you don't have that whole story of the last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, however much time you have invested there. I mean, they we talk have a, to love me. We talk a lot. We believe. Yeah. In the you guides, know, we talk a lot. Me. Yeah. We, in the guides, we talk a lot about momentum, and that's a lot of momentum to put Bre- the brakes mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Your whole life. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, that understand that that momentum takes time to put the brakes on, slow down, and change course. And it's interesting because. We did not intend it this way, but starting with your relationships, with your with your your romantic relationships is easier, and oh, yeah. so you can get some practice in there, test it out, get your stories right, like Remy likes to say, and then when you when you found proficiency in that area, then you can start working on these more difficult areas like your parents, which is a lot. Of, I think is really 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 hard for for the trans community. I think the process, I don't know, the process to me is that when you start to focus, and I think this is what's great about the books and what we, you know, like our main starting focus of of what we talk about is to focus on finding the love of your life and to find a relationship and getting those stories right. There's no story without all the others, though. Boom. The moment you start to change and tweak what you feel about this and what you want out of these relationships, it makes you look at and evaluate your parental relationships, your friend relationships, your sibling relationships, your societal and uh, co-worker, all other relationships and all other stories and all other parts of your ass- of your life because you can't get yourself right. There, boom. That's what I was just going to say. You can't like, get talk- yourself right to find that yeah. ideal person. You can't get yourself to an ideal point until you change all of them. No, see, I, I disagree with that. I want to flip that around 100%. <laughs> I want to say that you don't have to worry about your relationship with your parents, your coworkers, your friends, your partner, any of those until you get your story right. About yourself. Exactly. Yes. It's like you, can't, you cannot put it on anybody else to run your world, to write your story. You are the author here. So don't look at your parents and go, you're not good enough to me. Don't look at your partner and go, like, you don't treat me the way I want to be treated. Look at yourself and go, what am I telling myself? Like, who am I? But that's what I mean is in that process, if, you, if you're having thoughts about your parents and you're getting your story right, if you start thinking you don't have the right to this and that, well, that's already the story you need to change to get you to the next part of yourself. It's interesting because you both are saying you both are, are, we, saying, are the saying the same, same thing, thing but you're saying it from different perspectives <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're both right because ultimately what the guides do, you're right, Remy, what the guides ultimately do is they, they end, it ends up with the reader having to work on themselves first. Yeah. Because yeah. that's where it all starts. Yes. And the and the actual ideal partner is not someone outside of yourself. It's yourself. It's getting yes. yourself to your yeah. ideal okay, partner. Okay, so we are yeah. saying, right? You are saying yeah. the okay, same we're thing. We're saying, totally the, exact same saying thing. the same thing. I knew I couldn't disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've talked about that whole, it, it, you've got to get, if you want that guy, right? If you want the the, the person of your dreams, you have to be the person that matching that person right. of, the, of their dreams, exactly of your right. dreams. You better be on my level. Say right. that. Say that again, Remy. <laughs> yeah, so you've got to. You know, if you want someone on your of a certain level, then you've got to bring yourself up to a certain level, right? That's exactly right. 
And that's what and that's what's going on for all of us, right? Because especially for the three of us, because in my I just feel like get warmer and it, that energy. It is the up. energy's kicked mm-hmm. up because in in my in my experience of the three of us, we all have these lofty goals in every aspect of oh, our yeah. lives. Damn and, right. And none of none of us at this point are at the level of those goals. And that but includes I never our, will be. Ever. Right, because my go- my goals are constantly increasing, and they're pretty that. huge right now as they are. Yeah. And so there's nothing wrong. But I'm gonna keep trying. Exactly, <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with where you're at because that's where you're at. And once once we recognize that, okay, the reason why the person that I'm wanting is not showing up is because I'm not I'm not the kind of person yet who can attract that person right that opens up a huge amount of capacity for yourself and for the world around you to shift that's a hard thing to it admit. is hard. So take a deep and that's look often at yourself though, that's often those conflicting stories too you know it's telling yourself i want this ideal wonderful thing in person right and you can have that but if you're telling a contradictory story that <laughs> they're all just channy chasers or they're all crazy psycho bitches that are you know what i mean or users then you're having a conflicting story still and so you're not going to get the ideal and you're not, you know, you're going to get somewhere closer to what you really are telling yourself. And it's really challenging, too, because if you're looking at your parents and you're saying they won't they don't love me and they can never get my pronouns right. There's no room to see the parents who are getting your pronouns right and who love you. It's it's weird. It's like yeah. you can't look at the way things are and expect those things to change. You have to look at the way you want them to be. And then the things as they are will change. Mm-hmm. That's the core aspect of it. You just got to tell yourself the story you want to see instead of looking at the thing. I you're know getting. it sounds woofy and <laughs> wah wah wah, but it's true. It's it's true, and we are living proof We're of it. We're living proof of it. And another way to look at it, maybe a little bit easier way to look at it, mm-hmm. is instead of saying you have to write this story and putting this burden upon yourself, maybe an easier way to say it is open up your heart, your mind, your soul to the possibility of that happening. So don't say my parents will never get it right. Say my parents will get there. Yes. That that's a much better way and that way you're opening the story up to that possibility. And and you have to and you also have to in telling you yourself those words, you have to get into the emotional space. You have to believe them. Yes. You have to you and have to believe the yes. words that you're that you're telling yourself. You know, you have to believe and be open to the belief that Anything is possible Mm -hmm. and that anything can change and can change in the best possible ways. And that's where you have, you know, you can't tell yourself the or the or negative ways. No, they can. It's always this. So look that, at the better side of things. Exactly. And that's a tricky word, believe. And let me give you a little exercise on how <clears throat> you can really understand whether you're truly believing something or not. I'll give you a personal example. When I think about my future, say my financial wealth. And I think about my goals, and I truly believe I'm going to get there. I actually get viscerally excited. Yes, because that's my emotional response to my story, and yes. my story is so real that I'm I'm getting excited right now. I am mm-hmm. too. I'm getting goosebumps <laughs> right now because I believe it. And so when you start experiencing emotion to your story, like when you read a book and you you know, hit that chapter and you start experiencing that emotion, it's because you're. What it, it becomes it? real for you. You're creating yeah. the momentum. Yes, and your alignment exactly. to the story. So that's is how you'll know if you're believing it or yes, not. If, if you experience the emotion, and that that emotion comes from your subconscious, comes from somewhere else. You're not creating that. You're feeling right. It. I guess you could say you're creating it. You but are, but it's, it's a coming. It's thing. coming from yeah. yes. It's coming from that non-physical part of you. So the the first feeling that you sh- you should experience is a sense of relief from the. From the, the old neg- yeah, the old belief of this sense of relief, and then if you keep telling yourself the story and you're 
you're riding that story instead of lagging behind it, then you'll start feeling like some positive expectation or some excitement. And yeah. then you get to the point where you're feeling happy. And then you get to the point where you're expect you're expectant or you're desiring more genuinely that outcome. And when you're there, you're there. And it, but it's an also acknowledging all the benefits and all the positive things that are happening along the way. You might so not have important. gotten here yet, but something really great might have just happened. And to acknowledge that and be like, great, one more step closer to that ideal, Absolutely. that ideal story, that ideal life, Absolutely. that ideal partner. Yep. And parents. Job, parents, and parents yeah. relationships yeah, yeah. of whatever type. So the, the what I really like about this video is that I look upon this video and I just, and this is why I'm so positive about the trans community and what's happening in the world, is I look on this video and I see just one more really beautiful um, set of evidence showing that the world is getting better for trans people. Mm-hmm. It, especially in the United States, it's getting a lot better. Other countries are still struggling. I mean, other countries are still stoning people for being gay. And so understand that, come from a sense of appreciation. If you're watching this <clears throat> and you understand the language we're speaking in, you have it way, <laughs> way better than most people on this planet already. Mm-hmm. And understand that your, your struggle is difficult, but come into it with a sense of appreciation already, knowing that you've been put in a place that is leaps and bounds, safer, as dangerous as it is, safer than others. Mm-hmm. And if and if you don't, if you live in a country that is English is not the first language, or is or is there, there's still evidence of improvement. You just have to find it. I mean, mm-hmm. like like India, one of the places where trans women or, or trans people are treated the worst. They're the, also are acknowledged. They? Yeah. They're begin. Well, they're, they yes, have. They are yeah. legally. There is legally a third gender. There is yes. legally acknowledgement in their society of a third gender as they would phrase it correct though their society has also put them into the whole untouchable class and category right but they were once temple people and palace people and part of the royal court so So let me get this straight just so i'm understanding there is a legal gender a third gender so they're provided all of the rights of all the no, so no, what, is it, what does it mean cultural, to have a legal It's gender? a cultural recognition. So it's not a legal gender. No, it, it, it is legal. It, yes. Yes. So then they're afforded... Yes. They have a what, legal the third gender. You can have your passport, say, the, they use an E for eunuch. Mm-hmm. That's that's the term that they've decided to use oh, or whatever in their society. Fabulous. That's but, terrible. But that's, that's just that goes into the tradition of, yeah. of the hijra, okay? So legally, yes, they are, they are acknowledged and are technically afforded the laws but however the yes. society yes which Not has de- de- okay. declassified them before legalization into a lower class the untouchables like the ones that you just you know even their shadow can't be cast upon mm-hmm. me right yeah it uh that's where their society how they are treated they live in the slums they you know almost are always into some form of prostitution or something because that's really some of the only ways most of them can yeah. can even yes, get that's jobs right. that's right you know but they are they they have uh, activists and movements and and they're making their own they slow are. slow they trials are. as they well are. they're coming along yeah and the a lot of the news so we have a google group a google alert that um, alerts us to anything transgender in the news and a lot of the news that's coming out that i see through the google alerts is happening in places like pakistan and well basically in indo asia the uh, in, india pakistan afghanistan those that region and the the news is beginning to talk more and more about transgender people and the their version of Hollywood is beginning to focus more and mm-hmm. more on 
transgender uh, uh, roles in in their their art because of what's happening in the United States. So mm-hmm. my only point of all that is that even and it forces them to acknowledge their part of the the part of a society that they've always had. Yes, because they've always had. Yes, it. well, yeah. every society is every. Had. Yeah, but they've always had a visible third gender within yeah. their culture. Yeah. So so my only point was was to say that even if you're if you're not in the let me call it the leading edge communities or so- societies where the dynamic of change is really happening fast. There are still, there's still evidence that you can look at. You're not, you're not in some sort of bubble where you can't use our technology. There's a, there's evidence in your community, no matter where you're at, that shows that the, that the acceptance of transgender people is on the rise. Mm -hmm. You just, you just might have to look harder than in other places. Exactly. And with that, we're at 32 minutes. Outstanding. (laughs) Yeah. Um, One more shout out to our sponsor. The Velvet Rope, you can check them out at thevelvetropedx.com. They're at Portland's premier adult sex-positive social club. Awesome. Thank you, Matt and Alexis, for supporting us. And then finally, for those transamorous men out there, um, you know, we're getting a... We're getting a fair amount of responses from our outreach efforts to get more transamorous men on the show. We're going to be interviewing one And we're today. starting to get more. That's right. So keep stepping it up. <laughs> nice. Shaman, well, Cletus, right. let's do it. Right on. All right. See y'all later. Bye. Bye. Be a guest on the Transamorous Network podcast. Send an email to info at transamorousnetwork.com. You've been listening to the Transamorous Network Podcast. The Transamorous Network Podcast is a broadcast property of the Transamorous Network. Listen to the Transamorous Network Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. For more information on living a joyful, positive, and desire-fulfilled life, or finding love in relationship, family, or within yourself, visit the Transamorous Network on the web at transamorousnetwork.com, on YouTube at the Transamorous Network, or on Tumblr at transamorousnetwork.tumblr.